so uh, while I'm... Dude, change the song. Like, you're killing me here with this. I don't even know how to transition out of Jeff Michael Schultz Jackson. Jeff tweeted at 10 minutes to 8. They're officially benching Ritter. He is not starting. Sunday against the Colts. So there you have it. As if you needed the official announcement, which I totally get. I have questions for you being that you were at Flowery Brands yesterday. Yeah. Uh, I don't even want to know the mood because I listened to it all. And um, I don't even know what he was going to say other than he has to go look at Mr. Blank, have a meeting with the owner of the team, and the owner of the team says, what in the actual heck is going on? <sighs> okay, th- th- listen, this is not a very, you know, straightforward answer, but there's a lot of different ways you can make it very simple. Like I said to you last hour, if Desiree holds on to the damn football, this team is 9-5. and five. That, 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 I, forget, Please stop. Forget. Okay, don't, let's do another argument. Because okay. they're not 9-5, and five, and he didn't hold on to the ball. Okay. And the defense also gave up three okay. or four last-second yes. touchdowns. Uh, Young Way Koo won you three games. So you are the record that you are. Okay, next. Next. Um, do you want to talk at a macro level and a micro level? It, you pick the poison, Because they're, 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 they're different. Look, on a micro level, as to reasons why you've, you're, you are in the spot that you're in, okay, uh, it, it, I think I don't think as much of it falls on the coach as everybody else does. I'm clearly in the minority. If you go check my Twitter timeline, I'm clearly in the minority in that. Um, but I also think that you know there is a certain amount of things that fall on Arthur Smith, i.e., the red zone, um, and and you know there are things that I, I I don't think fall on him. I think that there are a lot of execution issues that we've seen in certain spots, and there are a lot of, you know, uh, quarterback issues. You're a military guy, though, and no matter what, like, so I don't care what happens on that field. If you're the CEO of you're, the on, you're in game. You're responsible for everything that the team does yeah, you're, and fails you're, to do. Uh, so yes. that's on the head coach, okay? And then it goes up from there. But just from me watching on a Sunday at 1, every single thing that happens, good, bad, or indifferent, is on your head coach. And he absolutely owns that. He will say that's on me, like I totally get it. Okay, so you draft Desmond Ritter. You didn't play him enough, this is my opinion. Last year when you knew what you had in Mariota, you didn't play him enough. We get to the preseason. You don't see Desmond Ritter in preseason to get the reps, to get get it all. And now you get to a level where you do see enough. You bench him. You bring him back. He continues to put the grant. He doesn't protect the football. It's, it's like there is no excuse other than it's on that coaching staff that maybe the offense is too complicated. Who is, who is on do, that? How do you coach turnovers? You can't well, uncoach them. There, there's, you there's can make decisions can... based on what you see out of your players. And I would say that any guy or gal out there in their car, if you are working and every single thing goes through a manager or your boss, if, if you don't have the sales numbers, if you turn the ball over, if your ratings aren't good, whatever it is, somebody's got to take responsibility for it. Yeah, the quarterback. The head coach. No, uh, again, I, I mean <laughs> – I keep using this example. Is Robert Sala going to get fired for Zach Wilson's poor, poor play? No, he's not. That's a completely different animal, though. No, it's he not. He would have got fired. No, it's not. Well, if Aaron Rodgers was there okay, and, and so Zach ha- Wilson was playing and you continued to play him and it wasn't working, he was not improving. Okay, but you didn't. Okay, so this goes back to the macro level issues. Okay. The macro level issue is that you drafted a non power five quarterback mistake, number one. The macro level issue is that you felt obligated 
as an organization to not address the quarterback position other than the guy that you drafted, which I don't necessarily disagree with um, philosophically uh, because, again, Taylor Heineke was never brought here to compete for a job. He was brought here to be a backup. So you're going to ride and die with the kid that you drafted. Again, I don't necessarily disagree on a philosophical level, but to your point, you know, the the idea that you had to keep running him back out there because Taylor Heineke's not any better. You're not going to see this this new and improved level of of quarterback play that you didn't see before. Because I got to tell you guys, and you don't want to believe this, and this is going to drive people nuts. Arthur Smith is pretty damn smart, and I know it personally because I had conversations with him personally, and I believe how smart he is, and he's a step ahead of a lot of people. If you're Arthur Blank sitting in an office across from um, Arthur Smith and say, "Okay." You and I came together, you're one, and we said, this is a three-year plan, like I get it. Okay, this is the third year of your three-year plan. How would you assess your job? With You're sitting with Arthur Blank. What would you say, wow, you know I should have done different? What would you say? What would I say? Uh, I, would, I, I, would, I, would, I said this yesterday. I'll use the Nick Saban line. I'm really good at coaching good players. I don't okay. have a good well, quarterback. Well, you, dra- you were part of the draft. Okay. So, Terry, F- again, three-year plan, third player. When I'm Arthur Blank Both and I Both of those go- guys, Terry Fontenot and Arthur Smith, walked into Arthur Blank's right. office and said, we're going to roll with Ritter. And Blank okay. said, okay. Okay, and absolutely. Good. I, you know what? I like that Arthur Blank's not in there mis- ma- managing it all. And right. what he did manage was back in March, I believe, $233 million he spent literally over two days. On six players, and those are life of contracts. So he's like, you know what? The blank checkbook is here in more ways than one. Get what you need. Get those players. They he They drafted primo players. They let it hands off. They're a bad football team, Mark. So They're not some, a bad football team. They have a bad yeah. record. There's a difference. The Eagles, oh are, not, the Eagles are not a good oh football God. team, and they have a good record. There's a difference. Okay. You're, you're telling me that this is a good football team. No, I didn't say that. What? I said they're not a bad football team. They're an average football team. Okay. And going into the season, like I told everybody, if you want to sit here and try to tell me you had, you had at very best 10 and 7, more likely 9 and 8, okay, if you had anything other than that, you were deluding yourself from the start. You were deluding yourself from the start. Walking into the season with an unknown commodity at quarterback, you were deluding yourself into thinking this team was going to be anything better than average. And the only reason that they are average is because the defense plays really well. And get ready, let me drive everybody else nuts. Because the coach is actually good. Okay? So, beyond all... Uh, I, I believe I've met Arthur Smith. I'm certainly not out there each week uh, like you are. But I think he's bright. I think he's respectful to all of us. I have no problem with him. Is it possible this is a bad marriage? No. I mean, it's too early to tell. Look, your marriage gets a lot better, okay, when you have a good quarterback. Like, I, I don't. If you look around the league right now, there are 16 dudes who, taking, who will take a snap this Sunday that have no business being one of the 32 best starters in the, in, in the, in the, in the planet. Agreed. So the reality of the situation is that quarterback play across the board is terrible this year. Did you you like wouldn't understand the- this reference. It's as bad as it's been since the mid-'80s in the Ken O'Brien days. That's how bad quarterback play is right now. When you have, like, three guys worthwhile. Back when it was Marino, Montana, and everybody else, and everybody else just stunk. So uh, that's where we are right now. Now, here's – and Jeff Schultz is right. Arthur Smith has lost the benefit of the doubt, and he's lost the leash. I 100% believe he's going to be the coach of this team week one next year. I don't think anybody should have a problem with that personally. However, if he doesn't get the quarterback position right this offseason and it fails next year, he's probably going to be gone, which I think is fair. 
Um, I don't think that's necessarily unfair per se, but it's it's the lot that they were handed, uh, and which is why again I I'll go back and and hit the button when Arthur Smith took this job. I would have moved on from Matt Ryan in year one. Period. I wouldn't have taken the job without starting the rebuild immediately. That would have been my my condition for taking the job. They chose they wanted to keep Matt here. The owner wanted to keep Matt here. All that stuff. And we saw how the rest of it unfolded. So he wasted a year, essentially, in a rebuild with a quarterback that was never going to be part of the rebuild. To me, that's bad. Uh, I still think that once you get the quarterback position, again, let's go to Houston. I said this yesterday. Do you think D'Amico Ryans is a better coach than Arthur Smith? Because I don't. But you know what he's got? Better quarterback. Makes life a hell of a lot easier. A hell of a lot easier. Well, I, I, not, I haven't watched the Houston Texans on a weekly basis. I have. And when I tell you that it's painful to watch the Falcons on a weekly basis, and Sunday, Arthur Blank is going to have a come to Jesus on Sunday when, that's, when Mercedes-Benz is half empty in your own building and the vibe. On Christmas Eve. Listen, that vibe on Green Bay when you're 2-0, you, it was perfect. And you thought, happy days are here again. The Falcons have got it. This is great. And the season has just really been brutal. And it's, in my opinion, inexcusable with all those primetime players you got. I will tell you, well, I think they got like two primetime players, but that's just my opinion. Because, I don't know, I'm looking at the draft over the last three years. Drake, Drake and Drake Bijan, and Kyle Pitts. And, and Kyle Pitts is not a primetime player. That was a mistake. Okay, well, then you shouldn't have drafted a, him eighth you're overall. Right, fourth. Okay. That, that was a thousand, I mean, I said it the day of the draft. It was a thousand percent mistake. It was a bad philosophical decision. And they're going to pay for it. But uh, I'll say this much. And I told you this before the show, and I'll say it now. The loss to the Buccaneers was more inexcusable than the loss to the Panthers. Because if you beat the Buccaneers at 7-7 seven and seven right now, guess what? You're still in first place because you own the tiebreaker over Tampa, and you have a game in hand against the Saints. They're a bad football team. I don't care what the what they're, you're thinking their record would have been to beat Tampa. This is a bad football team. And the people that are bringing up 7% chance of making the playoffs, I no, hope you, get, and so, I hope you get those Reese Christmas trees that are so delicious. And it'll get you maybe straighten you out of the Christmas holidays. Because <laughs> I don't even know what... If they go 0-3, okay. Indifference has happened. The stadium is going to be empty. There will be no vibe. And it's brutal. Well, good. I have a good view Falcon then on Sunday. I have a good view on Sunday then. Nobody's going to be sitting in front of me. On Christmas Eve. What a torturous life we lead here.